0: Whatever, Or a coffee or tea, whatever you want to do. Get yourself some bickies, uh, a pizza, please, whatever you want. This is going to be a juicy, juicy episode. And we're going to start off with the Melbourne Storm, um, a team that is tipped. And first of all, producer jazz quality. I know you've been very busy man, but this is another quality piece of work for yourself. Um, By the way, guys, comments as we go, we'll show them on the screen and that when when we do go. So the Gaines, Sean Bloor. From the Tigers, obviously a late one. Um, really good signing, I believe. The losses, Tom Eisenhooth to the Dragons. Jade Nikarima to Catlin, so the Super League. Justin Olam to the Tigers. He was that swap with Sean Bloor. And Tarek Sims to Catlins as well, Super League. I was actually really excited when he first signed with the Storm. I thought we are going to see him get to that um, same level that he was sort of with the origin. But it's a bit of a shame. There's a... Hey, I'll let Jez take over when it comes to the re-signing off contract. He is a specialist when it comes to this side of things.
1: Yeah, big shout out to Zero Tackle as well for putting that together. So uh, a local boy from up here, Grant Anderson, re-signed for 24, which is great because we love seeing local talent do well in the NRL. And I know it um, makes Adam super happy when Knights juniors aren't playing for the Knights and doing well. So good on you, Grant. Um, He's a good bloke. Nelson, Asafa for Solomona for the 2028 that's uh that's a that's a big signing. Bronson Garlic. Um Dean is that an L? My eyes aren't working. Larima. Cool. <laughs> uh Tui Kamakalika to twenty-five, Katoa to twenty-seven, <laughs> Josh King to twenty-five. Now Josh King, I believe, won the challenge again this year. You know how they do a preseason challenge. He's always one that his fitness is just through the roof. So, again, training the house down. What a signing from the Knights, old Josh King. Uh, Nick Meaney to 24, Marawa to 24, Pezzett to 25, Will Warbrick to 26, and Wishart to 26. So some good ones at the back there up until 2026. A few off contracts, so a couple of one-yearers. But I think Remus Smith, Nick Meaney, you're looking at those guys there to kind of re-sign to Bolster those positions when people are out or injured, and I think just the the main thing that everybody's thinking and wishing for is that Ryan Pappenhausen has a clean season. Uh, Rumoured to be back for round one, looking he's eyeing off the uh, trials to test himself out. So that's huge for the Melbourne Storm.
0: Yeah, um, I, I I agree that they've said that he'll play at least one of the um, pre-season games, which is exciting stuff. And as you said, I will echo those sentiments there jez as a rugby league fan like i'm obviously a para fan so i sort of started to hate the storm obviously there's been that hatred for a while but i could not think of anything better to see a fully fit ryan and tearing it up so um adam thoughts on the the gain
2: and the losses for the storm yeah there's not a lot happened, isn't there um obviously in the games it's that player swap as we mentioned but probably had to move a few players on um eisenhuth obviously on the Dragons and. Look, Nicarima and Sims, obviously, their time was up in NRL, so they're off to the Super League, which is always exciting. So should only get two in one, one team. But, <laughs> and Justin Olin, look, obviously, the writing was on the wall there for him to be uh, moved away from the Storm when they dropped him later in the year. But uh, just looking at, obviously, yeah some of those re sign off-contracts, I think you're probably a little bit wrong. there. I think Nick Meany will be moved on at the end of this year. While you him the thing. Yeah, obviously, we've played a long go coming through. Um, mm, yeah. Obviously, Pappenhausen being number one there, it puts him third in line. So I think he's time. Third? At- he's just so consistent. Uh, he had such a good year. Like the last couple of years
1: with Pappenhausen being out, he has just, I don't know, I think he's taken his game to the next level. I
2: agree, but he'll be the easiest one of them to move on. They're not going to let go Pappenhausen. They're not going to let no, go quite long go. Obviously, he's going to be an up-and-coming star, but I think he's time up to go across the Super League and earn a good I mean paycheck. It. You don't there think another NRL club? It. No, gone. Watch okay. it. That's my bold prediction for the Melbourne cool. Storm this year.
0: How old is he? I think he's to be 27. Late, um, yeah, mid to late, 20s for sure. You know, Google will like, tell me. Remus Smith. I'll let go of Remus Smith, I reckon, if it means keeping Nick Meany. I reckon Nick Meany's in for a big year at centre. I actually 26. don't mind oh. that move. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I'd be. Stuck. I can see them. I can see him actually staying on with the Storm for unders if it means staying in that system because he's played his best footy there. He's had both experiences. Obviously, he's played at the Dogs for a while when they've been quite poor. Now he's at a successful club and it is probably feeding off that. I'm not saying they're making him look better, but obviously with that quality of player, you, you do rise naturally as a player. So I think he's sort of got that. Um, Mika, before we I get too much, more I genuinely into...
1: think he held his own though, Joel. Like when he was playing yeah, so in the storm side when Pappenhausen was out, he did not look out of place and he put on some really great players and he was quite solid in defense as well. So I think, think he has it. really arrived they... in that setup there.
0: If you think about it, they lost arguably one of the best fullbacks in the competition. Uh, he replaced him and they still finished top four, so he obviously has been doing quite a good job there. Um, I'm sort of with you, Jez. I'll be surprised if the Storm don't try and get him at least. Like it'll have to be one of those talks where it's, will you stay for unders, I think, just because of the quality of play that they got there. Um, But we'll see. Mika, let's get you in. I think I read some um, comments there saying, it looks like you're nursing a hangover.
1: Thank you you for that (laughs) pronunciation in the comments. Please keep them coming because I I will learn. Yeah. uh, uh,
0: uh, Eremia.
1: Eremia. Shane
0: there on in the facebook comments but he's probably coming late he probably doesn't realize you've actually been on a drum session for about 15 hours and sweated 18 liters that's there's no hangover it's just a natural
2: exor- exhaustion and you still you eat can't food. be hung over when you're still drinking can you no, that's
3: right <laughs> um let us know yeah i like as adam said there's not a lot going on on this board which is odd but i mean melbourne just have that whole thing where they get their team set and not make many changes and they still turn up every year. So um I mean I and we all expect that as you said it's yeah I, there's not really much to talk about is there?
0: No, there's I not think. it's I, I kind of in a way I'll include Pappenhausen as a game because he was out last year and it's yeah. sort of like it, it's it's very exciting. If he could stay fit he'll make a huge
3: difference to this yeah. Melbourne Storm outfit. Massive, massive. And well, I guess I think, I think all we forget,
1: if he stays fit, the pass mark for the Melbourne Storm is grand final. Like, honestly, if oh. he stays fit and their whole team stays fit, that is their pass mark is making it to the big dance.
0: Look at the spine. That, that is exactly arguably the best spine in the competition. when all fully fit. I disagree,
2: yeah. but I'm going to wait till we get to the concerns for that one. We'll go to concerns now. Go. Jerome Hughes. Um, I personally, and I've said this for quite a while, I've shared this opinion, I don't think he is a halfback and I don't think he has been a halfback. I think it was a blanket when Cameron Smith was there. Uh, Melbourne last year seemed to lack a lot with Harry Grant playing 80 minutes as though Harry Grant actually carved Parramatta up a couple of times and also carved up in origin. But he wasn't playing 80 minutes in origin. Letting go of Brendan Smith... I feel like Melbourne lost a bit in that regard and they exposed Hughes quite a bit and put a lot of pressure on Cameron Munster. My biggest concern for them, which has been my concern for other teams, is finding the balance in their team. Um, look, Pappenhausen says he's good to go for the trials in round one. Um, one thing you've got to love about Pappenhausen is his ability to uh, interact with the fans online. He loves doing it. And he's received a lot of messages about Supercoach, which he's responded to. But <laughs> you, can, you, you can put him on, I hope you can't, but you can put him into a concern as well because Melbourne have a hard decision to make. If Pappenhausen struggles with any kind of injury and they bring in go he he absolutely kills it at fullback. I don't know if he's going to be starting it and maybe in the centres, but obviously we saw the impact he had last year. And then he excels there. What do they do with Pappenhausen? Because they can't play him in the middle. We saw how that went last year. He's wasted on the bench and takes up a bench spot. So I just think Melbourne are going to have some real balance issues. I guess I'll go to a positive of that. And the positive is obviously the coach they've got will be one of the best is obviously, you know, getting the best out of his team. So that's on him to actually do that. Yeah.
0: it's They're all very it's valid not points. A bad, they are very valid. The, the counter to it is it's not a bad replacement if they do lose Papenhausen this year because Falongo is ready to step up. And I think we've all seen now he is a freak and I cannot wait to see him get some proper minutes at the NRL level. Like that's, don't get me wrong. I really want to, and I said this. I touched on this last week. I do want to see Papin hasn't fully fit, but there's also a part of me that really wants to see Farlinger absolutely brain it. And special shout out to your brother. We have been communicating a bit on um, the page. He has been seeing some of the posts that I put up of him. Uh, he's he's laughing his head off at it. So um, I just think it's such a dangerous team. Like when you do talk about concerns, there's not much there for me when I look at it. Um, I, it's. I, I really I can't see much. Like the only thing I can look at is maybe their centers. Like if their centers starting starting the season is Remus Smith and Nick Meaney, just because Nick Meany is unproven at center, uh, we're not too sure what we'll get there. I have no doubt he'll probably do well, but if I have to say a concern now, it is that sort of edge defense um, targeting those centers who I think have made some of the incorrect decisions in the past um, with their defense, and Nick Meaney now having to make those decisions might be something that he's not used to, so we're not too sure where it's at. But apart from that, boys, that's all i got to when it comes to a concern for the Storm.
1: Yep. You could probably add a little bit of inexperience on the edge as well, but that will come with time. Um, I thoroughly love Grant Anderson and everything that he does, but he is still very young to NRL level, uh, though he didn't really get caught out that much. But again, if, if you've got those inexperienced centers inside you, it's going to make you double-guess your defensive reads as well. So... That compress of that middle to just then go around or expose those edges could be a concern for the Melbourne Storm.
2: I know we're a fair bit away from teamless Tuesday, but obviously the predicted team comes up, and as you kind of mentioned, they've got Nick Meaney and Remy Smith there in the centres. Another concern they've got is they've got both Bronson Garlic and Playalongo on the bench, so it only leaves two big men on the bench. If this is the team they go with, and you know, with an ageing player like Nelson Officer who's obviously getting on a bit. I know he's not that old. You know I'm not his biggest fan. So I'm not going to go there this year too early. And Christian Welsh, who's been around a while, a few injuries. You probably need a bit more on the bench in regards to size. Um, especially with, I won't say they're inexperienced second rowers, but they're certainly not big-name second rowers either that they've got there at the moment. You know, we know, obviously, Melbourne let go of most of their forward pack last year to go to the Dolphins. They lost so many to the Dolphins in you know, both Bromwich brothers and obviously... Um, I'm gonna forget his name again. What's old mate that hits everyone late? Uh fleece Like, oh, you know, they lost so many wait. players to the Dolphins, but they're in that rebuilding forward and they've been kind of lucky, their back line's been so strong for a while. But like I said, there's I just find that they're not I know you're saying it, but they're not as strong as I thought they would be this year. <laughs> we say that about Melbourne every year. We wait for Melbourne to fall and they never do. I thought we do. sorry, uh, I just
1: I enjoyed that. The comments went over Adam's face then. That
0: was
3: brilliant. I was
1: about to apologize for that.
0: I didn't realize it did that. That's an upgraded version of StreamYard. So I will keep popping them up, but don't take offense, Adam. I didn't realize that that happened. Mika?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I thought last year after they lost pretty much the majority of their forward pack at the time, I thought we were going to finally see the year when Melbourne had a dive, and it just never happened really. There was a few games where they were flat, but, I mean, they're just always consistently there, and it does my head in, you know. I thought, you know, they lost Cameron Smith and then lose all their forward pack. They're going to have one of those years where they sort of finish in the bottom of the eight for once. Like, But I don't know. They just keep pulling out the the numbers when they need to, I suppose.
0: There are... Yep. Um, there is a quick Yeah, there's a, there's a question there about the forwards and we're sort of touching on that as we go now. But one thing with Sean Bloor as well, obviously, Pitcheton and their big um, signing, their only signing um, for this year... One thing I I think everyone knows that Sean Blore, when fit, is a phenomenal talent. He has a really, really bright future. My only concern so far with his career, it's been so stop and start, once again, with injuries. And he could could be the best up and coming forward we've seen in a long time, but unless he can get his body right, that's not going to mean anything for the Melbourne Storm. Like, on paper... Awesome signing that they can get um, him in the back row. Maybe Liero can go and switch to a middle forward, which I've heard has been a rumour doing the rounds, him moving into the lock position and um, King going into that prop rotation. Um, But like with with some of these players, like like I'm talking Sean Bloor, you just got to make sure they get their body right uh, for a week-in, week-out NRL career. And that's what he's sort of lacking at the moment, which is my only concern sort of when it comes to that signing. The forward pack, do I think, is a top four forward pack, which is a question from Chad to Andrew Backhouse, back with us this week after missing last week, and he was one of the beggars saying, please put is live. So I know you and uh, Adam have a thing to sort of have a bit of a get square coming up, so we'll have to find a time. We've got a few catch-ups whenever, coming up this year, which we will let
2: people know about. It's whenever it's kids on the field. Whenever it's kids on the field at Parramatta, me and Andrew will be on there, <laughs> and it's going to be on. Uh, <laughs>
0: Um, what about the positives, guys? Uh, I think we've pretty much wrapped the positives. i saying, when you actually look at it, it's quite a quite a good, strong squad. Especially the spine. The, the, the spine is, if it's fully fit, arguably the best spine in the competition. So, um, all the top three at least would I can guarantee that. Any other um, positives for the stall?
1: I think it's just with the, the excitement around seeing Pappenhausen yeah. run around again. Yeah, and the coach. Yeah, the coach. Oh, it could be his last he,
2: year. It's rumored to be his could last be. year. So they need any motivation for the year to go into it. Um and I don't think it will be his last year in the NRO, really, mightn't even be his last year at Melbourne, but surely there's a way they're gonna get up for that, you know, final thing of Craig Bellmy at Melbourne. Oh, I've got to show
0: you this one. There's some fighting words happening. It's it's told you this, tonight's Tate. episode I just feel like it's going to erupt and we haven't even got to the juicy teams Andrew, yet. Andrew, um, yeah, just,
2: I'm going to address this really quickly. Andrew, uh, <laughs> don't act all tough. You're in my DMs more than girl from MAPS, all right? So just chill. <laughs> It'll happen. And you'll regret it. That's all.
0: Just one last point <laughs> I want to make, but I'll quickly put this question up. Is Big Nas going to be an edge forward? So I think he'll come off the bench. Uh, he'll he'll be that sort of bench forward role because he can fill in either middle or back row. I think it'll just depend on how the match is flowing. It's hard to say now. I think ideally you'd probably put him in – you'd probably put him in up front. I don't know if he – like the edge is awesome when it comes to theory, but I don't think he has the kilometers the in his engine. legs to be a – Yeah. yeah it's, I'm, a, I'm a bit cautious about putting him on the edge. So, yeah. Anyway. Adam is his biggest fan, but I don't know if we go to him for his comment on NAS. We keep him caged. Um, lastly, on the storm before we give our um, where we our predicted finish, I'm really excited to see if Longo is the number fourteen. How they use him um, and how long they use him. I think early on we could probably see him ease uh, Pavunhausen back. So expect like a oh look out. He's, he's, getting, he's getting his shirt off. We've got to keep it PG here. Um, it's not even 9 o'clock oh, yet. Oh, hang on. He's getting his – I don't even want uh, we, to. He's showing off his half-broken
3: shoulders to Andrew. Sorry,
2: guys.
0: So <laughs> okay. Remember, we have a massive podcast viewing as well. So for the podcast listeners, he's literally taking his league of his shirt off. Uh, as I'm talking, it's put me off my point. it was going to be a really good point as well. And he's chucked on an old-looking, I think Maitland it's Panthers. Actually, it might not be Panthers. It's old oh, Maitland, uh, but it looks like Maitland Penrith.
1: Pumpkin Pickers.
2: Look, I was I was trying to be impartial um, this podcast, but I pulled the uh, League of Inches jersey out, shirt out for the first time since last year, and I'm actually allergic to dust, and it's got to me nose, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to take it off because I can't stop sneezing. Oh, <laughs> all right, look. Let's
0: move on. Uh, I'll show you before we move on. Let's get Let's our ratings. Uh, yeah, rate them. So I'll go first. I'll got them in the first to fourth. I just think that squad will get top Ooh. four, especially the Craig Bellamy effect.
1: That's your placing. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, uh, yeah. We haven't done the ranking four. for the actual. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we haven't we'll, done the we'll ranking for it. the Let's games. Do the place and, and then we'll rank them. All right. Yeah. I've got top four, Wonderful. To That's where I believe they will finish. And if they don't, then it's a failure of a season.
3: Mika. Yeah, I'd have him top four.
0: Don't be too excited <laughs> by that.
3: Adam no, Big I'm dog. not. I just I hate him. They're going to be there.
2: <laughs> I've um, I've got him fifth, fifth to eight, the reason stated earlier. Um, I'm going to quickly give you my rating as well because I'm going to duck off for two seconds and grab a tissue. um and <laughs> He's I allergic. Haven't. Oh, it's bad. Um, My nose is running shockingly. But, look, my rating for their recruitment based on their re-signings, and I know Melbourne have obviously got to be careful because they do have a salary cap now. And I'll give them a six just because the players they let go of obviously were time to go. Be right back.
0: Yeah, Mika, work up now. Uh, Give us your uh, rating for their – obviously the games, losses, and as you'll
1: remember now, it's the re-signing and off-contracted list as well. Because there's a mirror. (laughs) There was a mirror behind him, yeah. so thank goodness he had pants on. The <laughs> viewers at home, oh my god!
3: Um, yeah, I'll go about a six as well. Like I know that board probably doesn't show up, but whatever you got that spine, they got locked up and re-signed. It's probably pretty good roster management, isn't it?
1: Yeah, Jez. Yeah, I've got a seven um, purely on the re-signings, and you know when a, when a club doesn't have to do many ins and outs, you know they're on the right path. You know that's the sign of a good club and that's just the sign of the Melbourne storm. So they're doing things right down there. It's a seven.
0: Yeah. I'll go six and a half, um, just sort of – it's one of those mess sort of uh, ones for mine. Hey there, Joel from the League of Inches podcast. Just wanted to quickly say a massive thank you for taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. I really do hope you enjoyed the podcast if you ha- did do so uh, and you want to support the page that little bit further, make sure you give us a follow and a like. It does go a long way supporting the page and helping us reach um, other people to listen to the podcast as well as giving us a like and a follow on all our social media platforms. We're available on all of them. Just type in League of Inches. It does go a long way. Finally, if you can just give us a rating for the podcast, uh, it will go a massive way of giving us a bit more support as well. So, Again, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We're going to be averaging about three to four podcasts a week minimum, so make sure you get around the page. Massive things coming up this year in 2024. Have a great day.